Welcome to Beijing's Daily News. Today is the 2nd of September 2022. We will be covering Web3 compensations, Web3 developer stacks, and top narratives and catalysts to keep an eye out for. Let's get to it. Framework Ventures published a research report titled Navigating Web3 Compensation, a framework report on August the 31st. 50% of companies surveyed offered USDC or other stable coins as the primary form of compensation for all employees, with nearly all offering an option for USDC payments, both for full-time employees and contractors. Around half of the international companies denominate salaries in USD while the other half do not denominate in other local currencies. The majority of survey companies consider themselves fully distributed and have remote work as a primary operating model of their businesses. Earlier stage companies are more likely to be remote, whereas companies that have raised a Series A or B are slightly more likely to have one or more formal offices. For most early stage founders, this was between $100,000 to $175,000 annually, with 130 to 160,000 representing the top of the bell curve. This figure was higher for US-based founders and slightly lower for international founders, depending especially on location and cost of living. Founders of later stage companies were compensated in higher bands, with many taking home between 175 to $225,000. Across all engineers, including non-native crypto-specific engineers working at crypto firms, the majority fall within the $100,000 to $175,000 range. Engineers below $100,000 are largely internationally based and working in countries with lower costs of living. While business developers and partnerships get compensated between $60,000 to $120,000 at a mid-level and over $150,000 for seniors. Marketing, PR and communication salaries fell in a similar range with eighty to 100000 for mid-level and around 140000 for senior. Product and finance employees were also paid in this general range, but were typically only hired at later stage companies. Lower paid roles were in operations, design, HR recruiting, and community management, typically topping out at $120,000-$130,000 for non-executive hires. On September the 1st, Coinbase published an article titled A Simple Guide to the Web3 Developer Stack to Introduce the Development of Web3. Here is a selection of content. Despite the rise of Bitcoin and Ethereum, along with the emergence of new categories like DeFi, NFTs, GameFi, and DAOs, Web3 developers represent less than 1% of the 31.1 million software developers globally. Software development is a process of building computer programs. There are three main components to a given program, the front end, the back end, and the database. The front end that a typical user interacts with through a mobile or desktop browser is basically the same in Web2 and Web3. A Web3 app like Uniswap looks similar to a typical Web2 app because both front ends are mostly created using React, a popular developer framework for web and mobile apps. The first thing to understand is the protocol layer. The first decision a Web3 developer has to make is which blockchain protocol to build on. Building on Bitcoin is entirely different from building on Ethereum, and Solana differs from Ethereum, so forth. The next thing a developer needs to figure out is how the application will ultimately interact with the underlying blockchains. 
This is where infrastructure primitives comes into play. Then came the introduction of development tools, which covered frameworks and IDEs, low-code and no-code, index and query, test, simulate, monitor, security, and audit. Finally, there's an app enablement layer application enablement layer ties above all the above layers into specific web-free uses. NFTs, DAOs, DeFi, and gaming each have their own bespoken developer solution. On September the 1st, blockchain researcher Onchain Wizard published an article titled Top Narratives and Catalysts to Watch. First of all, he shared events in multiple fields such as the Ethereum merge, where he wrote a high level thoughts here. This will obviously be the most important catalyst in all of crypto with the latest merge date set as September the 13th, we're now less than two weeks away. Moving on, NFTs and DeFi, a less talked about narrative, but still out there no doubt. I think about this theme as NFT trading plus lending on chain and who will capture TVL in these markets, followed by hotspot tracking for five other topics. In the end, he concluded, along with sharing some potential themes, narratives around the crypto market, I also wanted to share some high-level catalysts that I'm currently watching. He listed Fraxland, they should be dropping soon from the FXS team and will offer permissionless lending markets. Then there's Curve Stablecoin. The full details are yet to be released, but this could be a tailwind for the dominant stablecoin. Curve Stablecoin. The full details are yet to be released, but this could be a tailwind for the dominant stable swap platform. One of the CVX developers looks to have bought 1 million worth of CRV, potentially in advance of the catalyst. Yearn version 3. I covered this in detail here, and this will likely be a big change for the Dino DeFi token. And this should be launched very soon based on GitHub sleuthing. Then there's pseudo Xmon tokenomics. No idea when this will launch, but when there is some clarity on how the token distribution works, and assuming it's favorable, XMON could catch a bid. Then lastly, there's RDPX version 2 and RPX USD. I'll be doing a deeper dive on this tomorrow, but the high level overview is Dopex is launching its own stablecoin, the issuance of which should benefit RDPX and hopefully make it deflationary. To continue hearing more, please subscribe to bishingventures.substack.com for daily newsletter and follow Twitter account Bishing Ventures to hear the rest. This is Celine from Bishing Ventures. Thank you for listening and we will see you tomorrow.